and welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard, and today we're looking at a really interesting topic, genomics, on which we've collaborated with Health Education England. So as usual, I'm here with Richard Hatchett, senior nurse editor. Hello, Richard. Hi, Flavia. Good to be back yet again. (laughs) Good to have you. So, Richard, can you tell us a bit about this particular issue in a nutshell, if possible? Yes, the word we're exploring in this podcast is genomics, although you may hear the term genomics as well. They're interchangeable. And we've been working with Health Education England's genomics education program. Uh, Just know a little bit more about this topic and why it's becoming important to nurses and nursing. Now, colleagues will be aware, I think particularly if they've been working on new curricula in the last few years, that the Nursing and Midwifery Council, the NMC, mentions genomics twice in the latest standards of proficiency for registered nurses and also in the glossary. And this emphasises the need to enhance our knowledge base as nurses in this area and midwives, and where appropriate for genomics to be brought into our assessments. Oh, so hang on a minute, Richard. So what is genomics? Uh, Well, first of all, I'd steer listeners towards the Genomics Education Programme website from HEE, Health Education England. Just Google that. And that really is very informative and helpful and has really good accessible material and free resources for those who want to learn more. Okay, well, basically, most people have heard of genetics in relation to healthcare. And that's the study of genes within our DNA, within the cells, how they are inherited, or in other words, uh, the certain traits or conditions that passed down from one generation to the next. So that obviously has a significance in healthcare for patients and families when we're exploring disease itself. So in healthcare, genetics is typically focused on variations in a single gene when determining the cause of a condition. Now, genomics is much wider. It's an all-encompassing term that takes into account all of a person's DNA. So it looks not only at the genes, how they're expressed, etc., but the interplay between them and all the DNA in between. So put simply, Flavia, genomics is the study of an organism's genome, its DNA. And those of us working in healthcare are interested in how our genomic information can affect health and the management of different conditions. Also, I think it's worth saying that advances in technology and science, which is what we're talking about here, goes alongside a falling cost, which now means that the routine use of genomics in healthcare is becoming a reality. And this is helping us to better diagnose, treat, and in some cases, even prevent disease. So this means that all nurses could encounter it and we'll all need a working knowledge of genomics to answer our patients' questions and to have a knowledge appropriate to our working role. So who are we going to hear from on this topic? Well, we've been speaking to some experts, and first of all, I've been speaking to Professor Mark Radford, and Mark wears many hats, but is currently the Interim Chief Nurse for Health Education England. And also, I've been speaking to two specialist nurses in the field, and although they're specialists, their message is genomics is not just for them, not just for specialist nurses, but it affects us all. So there's really something for everyone, including those of us who are patients. Okay, so first of all, we're going to hear from Mark Radford. Well, here I am with Professor Mark Radford, who's Chief Nurse Interim for Health Education England and Deputy Chief Nursing Officer for England, NHS England and NHS Improvement. That's quite a title, Mark, isn't it? We're lucky we've got you. It, it's the world's biggest title. world's biggest yeah. title, it is. Um, so I suppose the first question for you is, in your opinion, what role do you think nurses will play in mainstreaming genomics? Thanks, Richard. I think this is a really, really exciting area of clinical practice. Um, what I'm really excited about is the opportunity for nurses and midwives 
midwives to get involved in genomics. Um, I think it's really important to understand that actually this is going to be the future of our healthcare system over the next decade, particularly in, in terms of how we are shaping personalised care, in terms of personalised treatment, and also importantly, how we can ensure all of the expertise of nurses and midwives are involved in developing genomics to support better outcomes for patients. So does that mean, Mark, we all need to be specialists in the area? No, um, I think it's really important to highlight with any area of clinical practice, what's really important that everybody has a general understanding of the thoughts of knowledge and expertise required to understand importantly what this means for patients, service users and their families. But also, of course, um, as people get more involved in specialist aspects of, of different types of service involved in genomics, um, one can always take more um, uh, knowledge and expertise and learn more about the subject area and there's some great resources out there including the genomics education program mm. loads of online resources available for people to learn more about the kind of specialist area of practice uh, particularly if you're involved in research or involved in trials or delivering certain aspects of care but no everybody is going to be involved in genomics and we all have to have uh, a level of knowledge about it so it's kind of, it's kind of reflecting on your role isn't it as how that fits in but a good working level uh, knowledge for everybody really yeah, I think it's really important to understand that actually most healthcare professionals have actually been doing some work in genomics already. Yeah. I mean, if we think about some of the aspects of care delivery, like screening and testing that midwives do, you know, that is absolutely about genomics. But it's what's really important is to demystify the kind of word itself, because I know sometimes that frightens people mm. and makes them fearful of understanding what this means. But what genomics means is it opens up a whole new avenue of treatment and care for people. And what What's important is for uh, nurses and midwives to really understand the kind of knowledge and expertise required to help guide and shape patients' decision-making, to help them understand about different treatment plans and, and approaches to doing it, and also for the same for patients and service users, again, demystifying genomics to, again, enable them to uh, support and better understand their treatment plan. Well, I'm with Angela Cazzo, who's British Heart Foundation Specialist Nurse in Familial Hypercholesterolemia. I said that correctly, Angela. Not yeah, bad. Yes, you did. Uh, down at University Hospital's Southampton NHS Foundation Trust. And Angela increasingly is using genomics in her day-to-day -day work. Angela, can you tell us a little bit more about your role and um, perhaps your career path as well? Um, yes, I have been working in my current job for about five years. Um, it was initially a British Heart Foundation-funded post. They pump primed initially several jobs across the UK um, for two years in that they paid for the nurses um, and the CCGs agreed to, agreed to pay for the testing. My background prior to that was I was a cardiac nurse for 20 years, mainly in the field of coronary care, but also cardiac surgery, cardiology. And I worked as an ACS nurse in A&E seeing and triaging people who have That's heart attacks. That's acute coronary syndrome. Yes, For those acute who coronary don't know. syndrome. Yes. Apologies, yes. yes. No, no, not Well, initially when I started, it was something called a thrombolysis nurse. If those of you who remember, you probably remember, um, which we used to do obviously a long time ago before we moved on to um, stenting. Um, so my background was purely cardiac. When I went for the job, I'd been a band seven ward sister for about seven years, um, five years in a large cardiac surgery and cardiology ward and two years in a coronary care unit um, as a band seven. And it was quite difficult to, 
to to find where you went from there really which is I think what led me to this job I knew that probably I didn't want to go down the matron necessarily route or the operational side but actually band seven jobs are quite hard to come by they're not as um free-flowing as the band six jobs for example and I just happened to see this in our um, NHS jobs at work thought it sounded interesting and applied so obviously you're a specialist nurse, Angela, but this topic area touches all the working lives of, of nurses, doesn't it? I think it does. As I say, I think the first thing you're taught as a nurse is, is that you are the patient's advocate and you need to look at the patient holistically. And that means looking at their social, physical needs, mental needs. And obviously, if genomics comes into that as well, it's important that nurses understand about that. Um, I think nurses generally know their patients very well, particularly specialist nurses who perhaps spend a lot of time with families. And I think what genomics teaches nurses is is to think family. I think the NHS is so fast-paced now that people are in for such a short amount of time that it can feel, th- I think, sometimes like you work in a conveyor belt area, but you know, genomics um, and the education that we do to all health professionals about genomics is think family. And that's what nurses tend to do, perhaps more than other health professionals, because they spend more time with patients and more time with families. So I wondered, Angela, what opportunities do you think genomics will bring to the nursing profession? Because we're hearing a lot about it lately, aren't we? Yes, I think we are. And I think the role of the nurse has has changed enormously, certainly in the 25 years that I've been a nurse, but particularly the last five to 10 years, when we've had the advent of the specialist nurse. So nurses working a lot more closely with other members of the healthcare team and with patients, um, becoming real specialists. I mean, we've seen nurses now who, who are undertaking small operations and doing a whole number of different um tasks and roles. I think what genomics really does for nursing is gives them people a better understanding of why and how people become ill. Um, It increases knowledge of disease um, and how it can manifest in families. I think most of us who've worked in a healthcare job have looked after perhaps young people with cancer, young people with heart disease who don't seem to have any predisposition to disease or lifestyle that would lend them to that. And genomics sometimes can give us the answer to the questions that we've we've wondered about. Um, And it also, nurses work very closely, particularly specialist nurses with families. So, you know, if you have someone with a chronic condition, um, you don't just work with that patient, you work with the family. And genomics also gives us an understanding of family and who else might be at risk in that family. And I think the other thing about genomics is it, it, is it lends itself to, to every specialty, really. And that's how we would like to move forward, that nurses working within particular areas understand about the genomic tests available and the genetic tests available within their area of specialism. Fantastic. Angela Casso, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, here I am with Vicky Cuthill, Lead Nurse Manager at the Polyposis Registry and Family Cancer Clinic at St. Mark's Hospital in Harrow. And Vicky, the first question is polyposis. Most people might not know what that means. So, yes, polyposis is um, a range of conditions. And essentially, it involves patients developing polyps at different parts of their gastrointestinal tract. And um, the majority of these conditions are inherited. So... There is a chance that if you get diagnosed with one of the conditions, you could pass it on um, to your children. Um, And 
the conditions predispose people to cancer. So it's really, really important that we identify people who might have it um, so that they can be warned of their risk. Um, and the most common of our conditions, which some people um, may have heard of, is something called familial adenomatous polyposis. Um, and we also deal with inherited forms of bowel cancer like Lynch syndrome, um, which hopefully some of the listeners will have heard of as well. So uh, your day-to-day role, what does, what does that involve, perhaps touching on um, genomics as well? So I have a really amazing job. It's extremely varied. Um, essentially, I'm a specialist nurse, um, and I've just happened to have gone into um, a, an area uh, that's quite, you, you know, quite niche or unique in a way. Um, but I have a dual role, so I manage the unit. So I deal with all the staff management, um, and I also look after our clinical database because, as I mentioned earlier, our conditions are inherited. Mm. So it's really important that we capture lots of clinical data, um, and we also use data for research to ensure we learn more about our conditions. And I also um, carry out a lot of research um, with our research doctors, um, and I also have a nurse practitioner role uh, because I still want to keep in touch with my patients. I think that helps when we're um, improving sort of patient care as well. So I do nurse-led clinics and do things like independent prescribing, you know, ordering CT scans for patients and managing patient care as well. No two days are the same. It's extremely varied. Um, it's a great role. So when did you first see the impacts of genomics coming in and how did you in your role in the service have to adapt to that? So in some ways things have been slightly topsy-turvy in the registry mm. and we're quite unique in that we were the first such registry in the world so we were started in 1924 which is you know some 25 years or so before even dna was discovered um, and it wasn't until 1991 that the gene responsible for fap was discovered and then genetic testing came into being um, for the for fap in 1997 so we've sort of come around mm. in a slightly different way so in to begin with, uh, we were looking at specific areas on specific genes and finding out whether patients had the condition or not. But more recently, genomics is beginning to play a greater part. So genetics concerns, you know, uh, sections of the gene, uh, whereas genomics is more about the, the whole thing, if you like. Um, so if we swap topics slightly and think about inherited bowel cancer or just normal bowel cancer, um, we'll be looking at the tumour and we'll be trying to identify patterns within that tumour and that might have an impact, say, on what treatment we give a patient. So more recently in my work, um, we will do a lot more tumour testing um, to try and tailor uh, treatments to patients. So over time, we're moving away from looking at maybe very specific regions on the gene um, and looking at more broader picture and seeing how we can alter individual patients' care rather than just saying, this is the treatment for bowel cancer and you're all going to have the same treatment. Um, And I think that is going to be obviously... GI medicine is my area of specialty, but that that same message can go out across, you know, all specialties in medicine. So you're talking about how genomics has sort of crept in there, and and one of the roles of this podcast is emphasising that genomics is in the NMC standards becoming all nurses' business, so to speak. So I'm wondering how you're seeing your role changing as genomic testing becomes more accessible to clinicians and those working outside of the specialist departments. Well, at the moment. 
I do have a, a really specialist role um, and obviously one of my real interests is teaching, going out, um, doing teaching sessions and explaining or breaking down the barriers, if you like, around genomics because it often seems to generate a certain fear in healthcare professionals. They feel that it's not applicable to their role or maybe they didn't learn about it in college so they certainly shouldn't be dealing with it now. And actually one of the main things I say is, well, what you don't realise is it's, it's already in your, your care and practice often. You just don't realise it. We've labelled it as something differently. So at the moment, I'm probably in more of a sort of niche expert role, if you like, and people come to me for advice and things. Um, and then we do a lot of, obviously, clinical care. But I can see moving forward there being more networks. So instead of there being maybe just one registry, there'll be various specialist areas um, and hopefully more of me out there um, doing my role um, and it will simply become just more normal to talk about things like genetics, um, you know, genetic alterations, um, how it impacts on care, how it's going to affect the care pathway. It's all going to be much more normalised in the future. You know, that's what I'd hope anyway. So Vicky, that seems like a, an awful lot of change. Do you see that as a challenge to your specialist role? No, not at all. Um, I think we're only at the tip of the iceberg in terms of the amount of referrals that are possible, especially with uh, more common conditions like Lynch syndrome. Um, and I think that we will always need you know, a specialist group uh, who can provide advice. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic when more and more people um, can be involved. Uh, patients will get a better experience because they won't have to go to you know, specialist centres to get more simple genetic tests. But obviously there's more specialist ad advice uh, available um, if patients need it. And historically, clinical genetic service um, has been quite a separate entity. Um, there might be people who've not heard of what happens there. Um, and that group will still be needed but I can see it all being much more um, integrated um, you know even in this department um, where we have previously been quite separate um, and very clinically focused now the nurses uh, are doing genetic counselling and predictive genetic testing for our group of patients and linking in um, very closely with clinical genetics and in fact we've just um, taken uh, just hired uh, a new band seven nurse practitioner who's going to be part funded uh, by clinical genetics um, and so you know in order to increase um, you know breaking down the barriers working across both sites um, and I think that's going to be especially important um, when we talk about mainstreaming or you know just routine clinicians uh, taking on genetic testing yeah. um, I think this integration is going to be really important and the specialists will still be very much needed uh, for advice but hopefully the mainstreaming the ability of clinicians to be able to take on um, more genetic testing and understand more about that what that means will actually mean improved patient care because patients will have greater accessibility uh, to genetic testing. We will be able to identify uh, more patients uh, that have genetic disease and that will ultimately improve patient care and that's, that's what we're all here to do. Vicky Cuthill, exciting times. Thank you very much, Vicky. Thank you, Richard. So we've just listened to two uh, specialist nurses there, Mark. What do you think all nurses need to know about genomics and why? 
Wasn't it fascinating to listen to those two specialists and all of the expertise that they're delivering for yeah. their patients? But absolutely, not every nurse is going to need to be working at that specialist level. But what's really important that every nurse is going to need to have some knowledge of genomics and importantly understand about the basis of it, the types of tests that might be undertaken, and also importantly, um, what other services are available for patients in genomics. And uh, those are things that are really, really vital for nurses to understand. And as part of the uh, nursing midwifery standards associated with the future nurse standards, everybody's going to need to really uh, sharpen up and develop their knowledge in this area because it is going to shape how we deliver healthcare services of the future. So you touched on earlier, I think you mentioned a website earlier in, in the recording. What can nurses do if they want to find out more? There's loads of resources available for nurses to go and find out more. But importantly, we've got the Genomics Education Programme website, and there are loads of resources available on there. But also, we've got loads of genomics laboratory hubs also starting to emerge where there's loads of our experts already working in practice. And importantly, some of our very big specialist centres already have a range of nursing roles and specialists working in this area. So I think there's loads of opportunity to get gay access to information through a website, um, local expertise in terms of specialists, scientists, as well as nurses available within the localities. But one of the really good things is that we're actually having a, a week of action um, in March, which absolutely is going to be about making sure that we have a conversation amongst ourselves as nurses and midwives to, to showcase what is going on in this area, importantly, what knowledge is required, and also to point people towards some really interesting resources. Great, that's brilliant. Is there any take-home messages, Mark, one or two take-home messages? I really want people to get around the genomics agenda because it is going to fundamentally shift how we deliver care in the future. And nurses and midwives really do need to start learning and understanding more about how this is going to shape treatment plans, how it's going to shape uh, types of therapy that we're able to give to patients. And I'd really, really encourage people to go to the Genomics Education Programme website and start to learn more now. Great. Professor Mark Radford, thank you very much. Thanks very much, Richard. Okay, well, thanks very much, Richard. That was really fascinating. And the Genomics Education Programme is running its annual week of action from the 16th to the 20th of March. So for more information, go to their website or follow them on Twitter at GenomicsEDU or via the hashtag GenomicsConversation. Okay, so Richard, back to you. What are the key messages from this podcast? Well, I think Mark summed up very well, Flavia. Genomics is for everyone. So whatever you're doing in nursing, whatever your role is, there needs to be a working understanding of what genomics is. So when patients ask or are concerned or just want clarification, you can explain it to them with confidence and competently. And if I may, Flavia, I just wanted to say thank you to Dr. Ed Miller from HEE, who's been with us in putting together this podcast. Absolutely. I totally second that. And as always, all the resources connected to this podcast are available at rcni.com forward slash podcast, where you can also catch up on the series so far. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you very much for listening.